0: Hello, and welcome back to the Life and Lessons of Me. I'm your host, Jordan. Um, so in this episode, you know, I want to, um, you know, just realize, I guess, how much of um, an inspiration I am to people. Um, and no, I'm not kissing my own butt here. You know, um just saying what people have said about me, you know, and, and I guess I w- want to talk about, you know, how I haven't realized that as much. Um, like I realized that, you know, I, with the podcast and trying to help people and things like that, um, you know, but I guess I just don't really realize how much of an impact I'm actually having. Um, which actually is, you know, pretty inspiring to me, you know, that I'm an inspiration to people. Right. Um, And, you know, I, I carry myself in a certain way, you know, I, um, you know, I wouldn't have really thought that I could, you know, get to this point where, you know, people look up to me in a way, um, you know, I didn't necessarily realize, you know, how much of a trailblazer I am with all this driving stuff and, you know, just trying to be as independent as I possibly can. You know, I've shown other people in my exact same situation that, you know, it is possible. And, you know, the, the muscular dystrophy association motto is, you know, anything is possible. And really it is, uh you know, it, it's just a matter of how badly you want it. You know, there's that one TikTok where it's like, you know, there are people working out and the song or the sound is like, I don't know, I can't, I can't remember specifically I'll try and find it but um but it does matter like how much you want it. You know, if you're just going to you know give up because you know it's too hard like I'm not saying it's easy. It's definitely not. It it takes a certain amount of strength to be able to you know push through even if it's really hard like lifting weights or doing doing things like driving for someone in my situation you know, it's it's slightly different, but it's the same concept. You know, it, it, going to the gym helps your mindset a lot. Uh, you know, you have to one have the physical strength to be able to lift a certain weight, but you also have to have the mindset to do it. You know, if you're if you're someone who's like, oh, there's no way I can lift that much weight, then there's no way you're gonna lift that much weight. There's literally no way. You know, you've already created that sense that there's no way, and I'm, I'm even guilty of doing that. You know, I'm guilty of saying like, Oh, that's not going to work or like this, this won't work out. This, the way that I think it will like, um, but nine times out of 10, I've been proven wrong. Even to me, like, like, I don't know. It's something like subconscious that's pushing me, you know, and pushing me and pushing me and it won't let me give up no matter what, you know? And and I don't know what it is, but you know, it's something deep down inside of me. that's like this is not you. Like, you know, it, it's, it's um pushing through my, you know, ability to overthink. <laughs> like, it's like overthinking, go away. Just focus, focus. Like, you know, um, just focus up, go after what you want, you know, go get it. You know, don't take no for an answer ever. Don't do it. You know, sometimes no means no, but like <laughs> comedy. Uh, but, you know, it, it's like, I'm not going to just give up because it's difficult. And and I don't think anyone else should either. Um, You know, and I'm not saying that giving up is not an option. Like it's totally an option, but it's just not the option that I would go with. Nah, because, you know, I've already sacrificed enough in my life. I'm not, I'm not, you know, changing my dreams at all. Like, right. Um, You know, something like driving is a pretty, normal thing. Like, you know, most people do when they're 16 and it's very freeing and, you know, people, you know, start to grow up once they have that feeling of independence, you know? And that's something that I have been waiting on for a really long time, which is going to make this whole license thing and the car stuff so much more rewarding. Um, You know, like good things Good things come to those who wait, right? So I've been waiting for a pretty long time. So, you know, it's finally my time. Like my motto is adapt and conquer, and I'm about to conquer, right? Like, like I've adapted and adapted, and I've done all the BS that they wanted me to do in order to get my license. I have a job, um, but that's for me too. Like, it's, but yeah, one of the ways they were like, you you can get your license is if you have a job that you need a car to get to, right? But it's kind of redundant because like, or, or paradoxical rather, right? It's like, okay, so I need a car to get to work, but I need a job to get a car. Doesn't make sense. Like, make it make sense. You can't. It just doesn't make sense. Um, You know, and I, I guess I am really a trailblazer. Like, how, how many times does this happen at 20? Like, I know people who have their license in their car and they're older than me. Right, and I so determined to get this done as soon as possible. Like, no, I, I can follow your requirements, but I can you know bend them to to my advantage. Like, some people have been waiting even longer than me to get their license in their car, and they're older than me. Like I said, so if I can do this now, I can show everybody else who's younger than me, who's slightly older than me, that they can do it too. You know, it's. It's not necessarily, um, you know, easy, but there are ways that you can, you know, get this done. And, you know, I I haven't been going to school in person. And that was one of the other reasons why, you know, they sped this up for me, Um, you know, and I'm really grateful for the timeline. Like, I feel like everything kind of it's almost like, you know, some people say it's too good to be true, but I don't believe in that. I think you have to stop the self-doubt like good things can happen to you trust me um you know and and they absolutely will happen um for everybody and it's just different time frame right you know like you know no matter what you're dealing with eventually you know you'll be all right and it's just a matter of you know having faith that everything will eventually work out for you and you know i I owe a lot to my faith in a higher power you know um really, I owe a lot to that. And um, like to my mom and to, you know, my friends and all that stuff, like, you know, there, there's that, you know, sense of, of definitely like faith in, in me. And I think that's one of the real reasons why I'm so good at, you know, pushing through no matter how difficult it is. And, and yes, sometimes I do shut down and don't function very well, when stuff is hard but i always find a way to you know snap myself out of it pull myself back up you know focus up and keep on going i mean it's it's like the saying like keep on keeping on like that's what that means it means no matter how hard it gets keep moving and, and that's what i want to tattoo of i want to um uh semper fidelis which is always faithful Right. Um, it's the Marines motto. No, I'm not a Marine, but that would be pretty cool if I was, but, um, you know, but it, it's just something that, you know, is, is instilled in me and, you know, is very significant to me. And if I'm going to get a permanent tattoo, I probably should get something significant, you know, you know, something, part of me, if I had unlimited money and I wasn't, you know, worried about not wanting it in the future, I would definitely get a giant Darth Vader face tattooed on my back. I'm not lying. Like I would actually do that. Like, that would be sick, but I'm not going to do that because tattoos are expensive. You know, you never really realize how much, um, you know, money these people, the people with like tattoos all over them have had to spend on those tattoos. Like it ain't cheap. Um, yeah. But, you know, no matter how expensive it is, no matter how much crap I have to go through to get this done. I'm getting it done. You know, there are ways to do things that take creativity, you know, they take adaptability, they take, uh, you know, unwavering faith, right? So those are the three things that I would say that have been the most helpful in order to, you know, move through any sort of circumstances that, um, you know, that you may be going through. Like, you know, I, I did go to school. I, I am getting my license. I have a job, you know, I'm doing the things that, you know, most able-bodied 20 year olds do, right. Um, everything is just a little bit more lengthy for me, but like I said, it's, it's all the more rewarding, you know, once you've been waiting for so long for something and it finally happens, it, it is, it's a really good feeling actually, you know, all, all the hard work you've put in, you know it's paying off right and, and um even with the podcast like the podcast is mostly for me but you know like i said i'm more inspiring than i give myself credit for right um you know so so that is a good feeling and it gives me confidence like again that i'm heading in the right direction and that you know people do acknowledge my accomplishments if they say it or not you know they're they're looking at me and being like he can do that like if he's dealing with all that stuff and he can still do this stuff like i can do anything right so like i'm a little bit more inspirational than i think i am um so like i said time frame is never planable you can't plan it out i made an episode about that a while ago um you know you, you make plans and your plans go to shit and then yeah so i have goals and, and be adaptable because life is going to throw you like really weird things. Like it's like that scene from Home Alone when, uh, you know, Kevin chucks a brick at that guy's head. That's what life does. It's just about, you know, OK, in reality, he would probably be dead if he got hit in the head with a brick like that. So you got to dodge the bricks or, or catch the bricks or like maybe maybe the bricks analogy isn't good. <laughs> life is going to throw punches at you and you got to learn how to take a punch. That's, that's a better analogy there. You have to learn how to take a punch and figure out how to punch back. Right. You know, it's like a boxing match. You know, life is literally a boxing match. You know, life is going to punch you and you can either decide to stay down or you can get back up and punch back. Right. You know, and um, it's tough. You got to really force yourself to get back up. It's not easy. And honestly, every day you got to decide to get back up. You got to decide that you're going to kick life's ass today. Not the other way around, you know, and and I'm not saying life is easy. It's not, it's constant. It's a constant boxing match. Is that okay? Eh. But eventually you get a KO on the other guy and you win the match. Right. So, you know, life is, is not about necessarily what happens in it. It's about how you react to what happens in it. Um, And it's how you choose to get back up and push forward. You know, you can't go backwards. You know, something happens, you can't undo it, right? Time machines don't exist. So you always have to move forward too, you know, staying faithful, moving forward, being adaptable. You know, all these things will lead to a pretty successful way to, you know, navigate life, right? And like I said, again, life is going to land punches, Right, and it—it's just about getting back up for sure. Like, um, yeah. So, I am glad that I can be an inspiration to a lot of you, um, and even to you know members of Congress, even like, and uh, congressional staffers. Like yesterday, um, I had the third opportunity to participate in uh, the PPMD advocacy conference. Like I said earlier, um. I believe I mentioned it. I don't know. These get really long and then I forget, (laughs) but, um, yeah, that's an amazing experience. And that makes me feel like I'm making a difference in, in more ways than, than just perspective from this podcast and things like that. Like, you know, I'm actively involved in, in my own, um, in my own advocacy, like, you know, it's, it's advocating for you know, more appropriations for research into, uh, you know, Duchenne specifically. And, uh, you know, it's a good experience. Um, it's, it's kind of interesting. Like it it feels better when, um, you're actually talking to the Congressperson themselves. And, uh, you know, unfortunately only one of them actually was in this, in one of these meetings. So, you know, that gave me more respect for that specific Congresswoman, um, from the Pennsylvania 7th District, uh, I believe Susan Wild is her name. So if you live in the 7th District, shout out. <laughs> you know, you elected a good one, um, but you know, um, it is what it is. And I think, you know, being able to share my story with, with um, you know, elected officials is is one way that, you know, I'm making a difference, right? It, it's not the only way, that's for sure. Um, and then the other thing we were doing was, you know, asking for, Alterations to the FDA approval process, you know, like f- how messed up is it that they don't consider patient input when you know actually going to approve something or not? They don't, they take it down, they like acknowledge the patient input. Like, like, for example, if I was taking a drug experimentally in a trial and I said, This works really well, and I see a difference. If if the drug company itself doesn't see the results that it wants to, it will just you know, circle and circle and circle and, and it'll never get approved because, you know, these science experiments are experiments, but they have to realize that it affects real people, right? You know, it's not just, it, we're not just data, okay? We're not, you know, data with feelings and emotions and thoughts and like, yeah, we're, we're not just data points. It's 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 hard to get it through a scientist's mind right, for somebody who is thinking only in terms of science, only in terms of what results based on their controlled experiment, right, but experiments only get you so far, you need to consider everything, like, you know, it's tough to be someone who strictly believes, like, well, like, okay, yeah, we're we're in a scientific study, we consented to it, right, but the fact that they don't consider our input in the final approval process like they just look at the math which like i said science but you know it it, it's more than that right it's like the science is working and we're seeing it work in practice but then at the same time science is causing it to take forever and things like that you know um i know a friend who was in a trial for two years and the drug he was on actually was helping and stuff like that. And it's still not approved. And keep in mind, this is probably like six years ago, maybe. Wait, what year is this? (laughs) 2022. What was six years ago? 2018. Maybe it was earlier than that. Might've been eight years ago. Who knows? But um, either way, it's still in the trial phase. So why, 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 Right. Like, I mean, if the COVID vaccine can go through in like 2.5 seconds. Why can't anything like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's like, that's a whole other issue, but you know, this, this act that we were asking them to sign off on was called uh, the benefit act. And that act would, you know, require the FDA to consider, you know, patient input into approving these drugs like if we're all saying it doesn't work and they're saying it does work they'll be like hmm maybe it doesn't work and if if we're saying it totally does what it's supposed to do and they're saying well we're not seeing enough data like "Mm." so yeah and and this would benefit everybody with a rare disease or, or like for example diabetes for example any genetic anything like um you know, it, it's something that needs to happen, like cancer treatment, like, right. You know, if if you're like, oh, this cancer treatment totally works. And the company's like, meh, tough, like, you know, they're not going to consider that. And it's, it's kind of screwed up. So, you know, this is something that would benefit everybody. So, so that is, is a cool thing that I do try and do it every year now. Um, And it feels good. It feels good. And, um, you know, yesterday I did a lot of stuff and I actually felt like I was pretty busy and it felt really good. Like I was exhausted at the end of the day, but, you know, it is it's the rewarding exhaustion. Right. You know, and it's like after a day of hard work, coming home and just chilling and watching TV, nothing better than that. So try it sometime. (laughs) Um, So I think that's going to do it for today's episode of the life and lessons of me uh hopefully it wasn't too long for you um hopefully i was comedic enough maybe i should try stand up oh wait (laughs) see what i did there yeah um so yeah maybe i'll try my comedy routine out but i will catch you on the next one and as always like follow you know subscribe whatever (laughs) whatever you want to do um and come back next week for a new episode and i'll catch you on the next one